Hi folks and welcome aboard Philip Ward Show Tuesday night. It is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 on the West Coast. And my goodness gracious, could we have ever had a tell of a one country that is so divided under Joe Unity? Now here on the East Coast, we have states declaring states of emergency. Over on the West Coast, how about this? California Governor Gavin Newsom proposes $12 billion to house states homeless. So we might as well pack up all, get all the gas we still can over here on the East Coast, go over to the West Coast, just say, hey, I'm homeless, and Gavin Newsom's going to pay for you to have a house. He says, quote, as governor, I actually want to get something done. I don't want to talk about this for a decade. You know, proposing $12 billion, and this is in new funding to get, to listen to this, to get more people experiencing homelessness in the state into housing and to functionally end family homelessness. Now, by the way, this proposal includes $8.75 billion to expand a California program created during the pandemic that converts, by the way, this is NBC News, converts hotel and motel rooms and other properties into housing for people in need. So how about that? Hotels, motels, forget about it. We got we to gotta put the homeless in there. My goodness great. Now, this is going on in our country. The border crisis is worsening. We'll get into the statistics there. Israel and Hamas are still firing at each other. By the way, that iron dome that Israel put up as a defense mechanism, it, it, it really, it's so incredible to see it work. I mean, Hamas firing rocket after rocket after rocket. I, the, the, if you see some of the videos from the scenes that were in Tel Aviv and in Israel uh, altogether, it's literally unbelievable. I saw one where there was a shop, I'm guessing a shop owner, but it could have been the cashier for the shop or whatever. And you know, he's behind the counter and just a, a bolt of you know fire from a rocket shot from Hamas. It just destroys the place. Thank God the, the guy was still alive. But, I mean, we need to send a lot of prayers over to the Middle East um, right now. We do have some breaking news on the uh, Israeli-Hamas uh, conflict, which we'll get into. All right. Anyway, though, Joe Unity Biden. Right, you might say, yeah, maybe he doesn't have much involvement in this. Larry Kudlow lays this out pretty well, also. But I want to give you a headline, and this comes from the Times of Israel. All right, and this is back on March 31st of this year. Qu headline: Biden quietly giving Palestinians 75 million dollars to help regain trust after Trump. All right, so Hamas is controlled by Palestine. Kind of gets a little fishy, though, because it's also funded by Iran. So far away, as we'll get into in a second here. Anyway, so let's continue on with this, though. The Biden administration is quietly ramping up assistance to the Palestinians after former President Donald Trump cut off nearly all eight. Since taking office with a pledge, to reverse many of Trump's Israeli-Palestinian decisions, the administration has allocated 
get this for a figure right nearly 100 million dollars for the palestinians only a small portion of what has been publicized administration announced uh last thursday remember again this is back in march that it was giving 15 million dollars to vulnerable palestinian communities in the west bank and gaza to help fight the covid 19 pandemic day later no public announcement about it though well the administration notified congress that it will give the palestinians 75 million dollars for economic support to be used in part to regain their trust and goodwill so joe unity biden's strategy for so-called gaining trust right in a country that as far as palestine palestine goes that really all they do is fight over in the middle east i and and and, and that goes for a lot of the middle eastern countries i mean, there's an argument to be made why do we even have troops over there at all i, I thought that was a great policy strategic move from donald trump saying you if, if we don't have to be there we're, we're done fighting endless wars and that's exactly what it is how long have middle eastern countries been fighting each other years and years and years and guess what it will continue I, who knows when there will ever be peace oh funny i should mention that though because donald trump the guy that got three peace deals done with israel over in the middle east it was it literally his policies and what he implemented was working but as far as joe unity biden goes no we'll just throw money to palestine and that'll be it state department declined to comment on the notification wasn't clear if the 75 million includes the 15 million pandemic aid nevertheless the funding plan represents a major shift in the u.s u.s approach to the palestinians after the mutual recriminations during the trump years and and you'll see if you go through and see what the democrats are saying compared to what republicans are saying in our country a lot of the republicans and and they're on the right side here and hey we're called the right for a reason right we're always right anyway uh a lot of the republicans are backing israel as we should now there's always going to be conflict in the middle east but israel at least tries to build a democracy or build, build something that i guess you could say that the u.s can actually work with and negotiate with i the prime minister over there benjamin netanyahu i think he's been strong in having to deal with what's going on in his country right now he's a conservative guy he governs israel conservatively i don't see any problems there at all if there was ever one region where you truthfully needed a a strong uh uh conservative it, it's gonna be in israel it's gonna be with all the conflicts that go down in the middle east now though hamas who has been just brutally attacking israel i said earlier iran so far away funds hamas here's your evidence times of israel now this goes back to august 5th of 2019 iran said increasing hamas funding to three or excuse me 30 million dollars per month so so that's what israel or iran is giving hamas 30 million dollars per month they want intel on israel iran has agreed to massively 
increase its monthly payments to Palestinian terror group Hamas in exchange for intelligence on Israeli missile capabilities. This was reported in Israeli, uh, Israeli television back in uh, August of 2019. The Islamic Republic is a longtime financial supporter of Hamas, the terrorist organization that rules the Gaza Strip and is committed to Israel's destruction now this is this is what i'm talking about this was almost two years ago that's what hamas was focused on hamas is always focused on taking out israel but when you go behind the scenes and see who is really funding the attacks boom it's the country that always has problems with countries like the united states any country in the uh in western civilization israel it's always Iran. Iran has brought nothing good to this entire world. Nothing. That is a dictatorial regime. There, this is a Iran, by the way, who chants death to America in their parliament and burns our American flag. Now, for some reason, though, even after they've done all this, and we know this as a country, we had a president, Barack Hussein Obama giving them $1 billion, there's like $1.5 billion in cash, dropped it on their tarmac. Why? Why would we negotiate with terrorists like Iran, who now want to take out Israel, and have always wanted to take out Israel? That has always been their plan. Now, though, they see weakness. They know that Joe Unity is a weak leader. I, I don't think that it's just Republicans that can see that. And by the way, our mainstream media, right? Where is the journalistic integrity left in them? Why don't they ask Joe Biden any question about why is he so weak? Why cognitively, Joe, do you look like you're not there anymore? Why do you go into a 96-year-old man's house not wearing a mask? You take your picture, then you go back outside with jill biden and you both wear masks back outside do they even follow their own cdc guidance no the new york times today of all people calling out the cdc for their guidance when saying that casual outings outside have have uh reported less than 10 percent of the deaths and it's actually like under one percent the new york times calling them out for that anyway senator tom cotton uh, says, quote, if Hamas puts down their weapons, there would be peace. If Israel puts down their weapons, there would be no Israel. I, I, that really sums it all up. Now, Nancy Pelosi, this, is, this came about a half hour ago. Pelosi has released this statement on Hamas. I, I couldn't believe it was coming from her. I condemn the escalating uh, and indiscriminate rocket attacks by Hamas against Israel. Israel has the right to defend herself against this assault, which is designed to sow terror and undermine prospects for peace. Every civilian death is a tragedy that we mourn. Hamas's accelerating violence only risks killing more civilians, including innocent Palestin uh, Palestinians. 
The recent inflammatory provo uh, provocations, including by extremist forces in Jerusalem, have exacerbated the situation. Restraint must be shown by all to de-escalate the crisis. Let us all pray that the situation will be resolved immediately and peacefully. So, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, uh, talking about Jerusalem as well, but, uh, you know, condemning Hamas's attack, I, I didn't think I'd see that out of a Democrat. I give uh, Steny Hoyer a little bit of credit yesterday for his statement. Now, I wonder how the radical leftist socialist crazy whacked out part of Pelosi's base is going to take to that. I don't think too kindly. You had Bernie Sanders, who is the evil, coward, communist clown. Bernie Sanders saying this earlier, tweeting this on the Twitter box. I'm extremely concerned by the growing conflict in Israel and Palestine. Once again, we are seeing how the irresponsible actions of government, ready for it, allied right wing extremists it's always the right wing with bernie said i mean, to think look at what the democrats can't they're obsessed with january 6th and the oh the insurrection that occurred at the capitol uh right wing extremists in jerusalem can escalate quickly into devastating war no condemnation for the palestinians and hamas nothing at all or iran again everyone should be calling out iran who's truly behind this Islam Omar tweeted this yesterday, the disgusting, un-American congresswoman she is. Many will tell you Israel has a right to defend itself to safety and security, but are silent on whether Palestinians have those rights too. Till we can defend the rights, and by the way, I know I've read this out yesterday, just a reminder, until we can defend the rights of Palestinians just as we do Israelis, we have no right to stand on when it comes to justice or peace. Right, there, there's a woman, she, again, Democrats, side of palestine most part you got nancy pelosi who's actually got a little bit of common sense here can't believe that the republicans normally on the side of of israel why because israel is an ally to the united states uh rashida talib very un-american congresswoman tweeted yesterday american taxpayer money is being used to commit human rights violations Congress must condition the aid we send to Israel and end it all together. Those conditions are not followed. Statements aren't working. And she uh, sends the uh, the old at to uh, Secretary Blinken. Enough is enough. You notice Rashida Tlaib, by the way, she's the same woman who calls for abolishing and defunding the police. She wants to end everything. She wants to end prison. She, she doesn't want anyone in jail. She wants people to kill other people and just be released. I mean... This woman is disgusting. She really, she's so un-American. She really is. Um, now, there is a direct correlation with what's going on, Israel and uh, Palestine right now, and then what's happening with the colonial uh, pipeline. Because uh, in the Daily Mail, this comes, uh, broke about an hour ago, Florida, Virginia, Georgia, North Carolina, all declare states of emergency over gas shortages after colonial pipeline hack as 1,000 uh, fuel stations run dry in the southeast as people panic by. Ralph Northam, Governor Blackface in Virginia, and Brian Kemp, 
or uh, I believe, well, Rathnorm was you wearing blackface. KKK was one of those, a real racist guy, judging by the love standards anyway. Ralph Northam and Brian Kemp declared a state of emergency on Tuesday. Yesterday, the governor of North Carolina, Roy Cooper, took a similar step to deal with the crisis. Uh, the moves are designed to limit the fallout from the colonial pipeline hack, which began last Thursday. Pipeline was shut from Friday to Monday due to ransomware attack. The 5,500-mile 5, pipeline being brought uh, back online, but service will not be fully restored until uh, the end of the week. National average for retail gasoline with uh, $2.98 on Tuesday, seven-year high. Last time, uh, average gas prices were above $2.99 back in November 2014. Oh, that's right. Who was the president then? Ba -ba 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 -ba, Barack Hussein Obama. Uh, fears of looming shortage have already prompted panic buying with gas stations. Motorists lined up in Florida, North Carolina, Georgia, and Virginia. And by the way, if you've seen any of the videos or pictures from the gas stations there, I mean, it, 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 it's wild. I've seen a lot of people likening it to the 70s when Jimmy Carter was president. People were having again to line up to get gas. Uh, I can't really speak for myself. wasn't alive back then. The pipeline, 45 uh, again, which runs from Texas to New Jersey, 45% of the East Coast is uh, gas. The FBI confirmed the hacking uh, was from Dark Side, responsible for the attack. Colonial, based in uh, Atlanta, has not yet said whether it paid a ransom with the hackers. And uh, Vladimir Putin today denied any involvement at all. So, with the cyber hacking of the pipeline, Hamas and Israel war, Larry Kudlow, who has a show on the Fox Business Network, I think hits the now right on the head as to who's responsible for all of this. He says, quote, we've had a shooting war in the Middle East. We've had a breakdown on the colonial pipeline from Russia's cyber hacking. We've had more evidence that overly generous unemployment benefits are keeping people at home rather than work. We've got a big stock market sell-off and another $350 Biden dole to state and local government unions, and you can't cut taxes. So let me just step back for one moment and review the bidding. I'm going to say this, he says. I believe the cyber hacking in the U.S. Southeast is absolutely linked to the Hamas shooting war on Israel. See it all as one piece, and President Biden is being tested. And so far, he has not shown any strength none whatsoever he says look these ransom cyber hackers are in fact russian cyber hackers as uh general kane uh keen who's always on fox news by the way said earlier today they may be moonlighting but make no mistake they are russian cyber hackers and this is their boldest strike yet if we don't do something about it fast much more is coming that's point one as far as hamas is concerned Hamas, of course, a terrorist state of Iran, Iran itself, a terrorist country. Who's Iran's biggest backer? You guessed it, Russia. At every turn, Russia makes mischief on behalf of Iran and against the U.S. and Israel and the Abram Accords. He says, by the way, let's give China some credit too, because they are a large financier and oil buyer of Iran. 
You may say my view is far-fetched, but I don't think so. Rookie presidents get tested. It happens all the time. So far, Biden not standing up for Israel. Nor am I, uh, he says, nor am I hearing Biden blast Iran. Nor am I hearing him hold Russia accountable. There's a pattern here. They are knocking us back and forth, and Biden is just kind of taking the punches. This is what happens when we elect a weak leader like Joe Biden. We get tested, and Joe Biden is not up for it. The chaos that's ensuing, not only in our country, but in the rest of the world, is because of Joe Unity. It's because he's weak. It's because he has no backbone whatsoever. Vladimir Putin already called him out and said, listen, why don't we have a live debate then? And what did Biden do? Joe Biden does what he does best. Backs down. Doesn't say a single word. Joe Biden is a massive coward who doesn't want to stand up for Israel. And he sure doesn't want to stand up for this country. Now, Donald J. Trump released a statement today, writing, quote, when I was in office, we were known as the peace presidency because Israel's adversaries knew that the U.S. would stand strongly with Israel and there would be swift retribution if Israel was attacked. Under Biden, the world is getting more violent, more unstable because Biden's weakness and lack of support for Israel is leading to new attacks on our allies. America must always stand with Israel and make clear that the Palestinians must end the violent terror rocket attacks and make clear that the U.S. will always strongly support Israel's right to defend itself. Unbelievably, by the way, I, I don't think it's that unbelievable, Mr. President, Democrats also continue to stand by crazed anti-American representative Islam Omar and others who savagely attack Israel while they are under terrorist assault. Uh, this is just breaking as well. Uh, the Israeli Defense Forces just tweeted this out. Uh, our fighter jets with the ISA uh, neutralized key figures of Hamas's intelligence. Hassan Kayogi, uh, head of the Hamas Military Intelligence Security Department, and his deputy Wal Issa, head of the Military Intelligence Counter Espionage Department. Looks like our intel was better, they write. So I, I, I don't know. I would hope that that's going to be a good thing. I would hope that maybe we would see something that I, I don't think we're going to see peace. I really don't. Definitely not under Joe Unity's administration. But I mean, if they stop shooting rockets and innocent people stop dying, I mean, that, that can't be a bad thing. All right. Anyway, so more domestically here. Uh, you got the Washington Examiner who writes this headline today. Crisis worsens. Listen to this number, by the way. 178,622 attempted to cross U.S.-Mexico border illegally in April last month. The most in two decades. Congratulations, Joe. Another record. It's been in office for four months. How many records has this moron broken? Federal law enforcement um, at the U.S.-Mexico border stopped 178,622 people trying to enter the country illegally, highest in two decades. The April total is up 
from 172 uh 331,000 in March which was a 20-year high for the number of people who tried to get into the U.S. by sneaking over between land crossings or were denied entry at border checkpoints. Roughly 5,160 of the 178,000 people encountered were denied entry at a port of uh, entry, while the remainder went across the border in unfenced areas. Since fiscal year 2021, uh, uh, since fiscal 2021 year began in October. 2020, nearly 750,000 people have been encountered unlawfully trying to enter the U.S. from Mexico, more than the 459,000 in all of 2020. The third month since Biden took office and introduced major reforms to border processing, and they, they write major reforms. I mean, he just stopped deporting people. He put a moratorium on that he also said oh that that border wall construction you know where you have over 450 miles of border wall uh-uh nope can't have that anymore you know he uh over the past decade an average of 30,000 to 50,000 people has encountered trying to get across the southern border unlawfully every month we're way above that at this point another record for joe unity listen to this there are now eight million job vacancies the most since 2000, the year 2000, 21 years ago, as Biden hand, Biden's handouts make it pay to stay home. Biden is under increasing pressure as employers blame his weekly $300 payments for keeping workers at home. Stores are scrambling to find workers as vaccinated consumers return. Labor Department says vacancies hit record high of $8.1 million. Bank of America analyst says Biden's extra benefits means anyone earning more than $32,000, yeah, they're better off staying home. Iowa's the latest state, by the way, uh, uh, to join in. That would be uh, Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds. You have six states now, uh, top of Iowa making seven, that have moved to end the federal program amid complaints. It is deter uh, deterring people from looking for work. Remember what Joe said yesterday. No, if you, if you have a suitable job lined up, you better take it. You got to take it. Uh, the other states, by the way, the six, the seven, along with Iowa, Mississippi, Alabama, Arkansas, South Carolina, North Dakota, and Montana. They said that uh, that extra benefit. Nope. Yep. That ain't happening. Now, what do all those states, including Iowa, have in common? Oh, that's right all red states all controlled by republicans uh senator Rand paul today again pressing dr fauci washington times writes fauci is hiding past work on super viruses that jump from animals to humans senator Rand paul claims uh rhetorical uh fireworks ensued yet again on tuesday when senator paul faced off with dr fauci uh, he said, now, uh, Senator Rand Paul also tweeted this today. Dr. Fauci dissembled or tried to hide his longtime support for gain of function research, which creates super viruses that jump from animals to humans. Uh, the senator urged more transparency pertaining to the, quote, juicing up of super viruses in the lab for research purposes, which, by the way, uh, Dr. Robert Redfield, the former director of the uh, uh, CDC, 
told CNN in March, you remember this, when he was on with uh, Propaganda News, CNN, that COVID's uh, efficiency doesn't make biological sense for a naturally occurring virus. He said it behaves more like a lab-made virus. Uh, now, uh, Senator Rand Paul said, scientists in the U.S. have long known how to mutate animal viruses to infect humans. Do you still support funding of the NIH funding of the lab in Wuhan? Fauci saying this, with all due respect, you are entirely and completely wrong that the NIH is not ever and does not now fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute. So uh, hold on a second here, because it was Dr. Fauci who gave the Wuhan Institute of Virology $7 million. Peter Navarro lays this out perfectly as we've gone through on this program. I think at this point in time, Dr. Fauci is an evil tyrant. I, I, I really believe that. You know, I, I, I watched him when the pandemic first started. I thought, maybe this guy semi knows what he's talking about. No, no. I, this guy is a clown through and through. If it was up to Fauci, we'd be wearing masks up until like 2023. I'm, I'm sick and tired of Dr. Fauci. I think a lot of the country feels that way as well about Dr. Fauci, America's doctor. I give Rand Paul a lot of credit for calling him out again. Uh, how about this? The headline in the New York Post, Defiant Liz Cheney lays out her case ahead of vote, vote to ouster from GOP leadership. By the way, that vote uh, is expected to take place tomorrow morning. I believe the uh, uh, the uh, headlines were saying that it would be about 9 a.m. or something like that. Either way, you know, hopefully tomorrow's the day Liz Cheney is ousted uh, from a leadership position. She gave this speech today, said this quote today. There's a couple poll quotes for you here. A former president who provoked a violent attack on this Capitol in an effort to steal the election, he has resumed his aggressive effort to convince Americans that the election was stolen from him. Now, instead of investigating or or even, oh my goodness, how, pushing an investigation into the 2020 election, she would just rather attack, attack, attack Donald Trump, who just running as a Republican, got the most amount of votes ever as a Republican. 75 million legal votes. Millions of Americans have been misled by the former president. They have heard only his words, but not the truth as he continues to undermine our democratic process, sowing seeds of doubt about whether democracy really works. I, this is what Liz Cheney says, I am a conservative Republican, and she can pause right there. Because she's not. This is a rhino. This is a Democrat. She, I'm literally telling you, after she is out of Congress, who knows when that's going to be. I can see her becoming a CNN contributor like that. I, I don't think she'll go as far as MSDNC. But Liz Cheney, if, if she is made for CNN. She can go on there with her buddy Adam Kinzinger, Mitt Romney. Uh, those who refuse to accept the rulings of our courts are at war with the Constitution, she says. Uh, she was talking about actually how, you know, that the courts had gone through the court, you know, despite the courts never hearing the evidence that the Trump legal team put together. You know, remember when he had ad, uh, affidavits and, and testimony and witnesses and no one ever wanted to hear it. In the mainstream media, they didn't want to cover it. Uh, she says, quote, remaining silent and ignoring the lie emboldens the liar. 
I will not participate. I will not sit back and watch in silence while others lead our party down a path that abandons the rule of law. And I'm like, you know what, Liz, just why don't you do us all a favor? Get out of the party. Go join Charles E. and the Democrats. Him to, So Charles E. today and McConnell, they were going at each other heavily. Uh, your headline, Schumer and McConnell spar over Trump state election laws and showdown over Democrat-backed uh, election bill. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell and Majority Leader Schumer clashed Tuesday at a Senate Rules Committee markup of S-1, which this is, by the way, this comes from the House. It's uh, H.R. 1, where the Democrats want to federalize national elections, both yelling at each other, shame, uh, Schumer. In the wake of the 2020 elections, Former President Trump told a lie, a big lie, that the election was stolen, poisoning faith in our democracy and fomenting an armed insurrection at the Capitol. Democrat, literally, Democrats can't go a day without mentioning January 6th. And by the way, we went through on this program every single word that Donald Trump said in his speech. Uh, as far as uh, January 6th and what happened uh, at the Capitol, nothing in his speech, nothing at all, rises to the level of incitement. Nothing. That in and itself is a big lie from the Democrats. Uh, my, my, he says, my God, aren't, why aren't my Republican colleagues outraged by this? Uh, now McConnell fires back. I don't know how to do the McConnell voice. Kind of he goes for, for multiple years now. Democrats uh, have called this sweeping bill their top priority. I don't want to finish McConnell. Can't really stand him either. Anyway, he says the substance of the legislation hardly changed, but the supposed rationales for it have changed constantly. 2016 American voters made a presidential decision Democrats did not like. This legislation was cooked up and presented as a massive overhaul, an emergency repair job for a broken democracy. Last autumn, voters made a decision Democrats liked better. Suddenly, their side stopped calling. Our democracy broken. Now our democracy was beyond uh, reproach. But curiously enough, Democrats still want the exact same sweeping bill just as desperately. The Democratic Party wants to rewrite the ground rules of American politics for partisan benefit. Uh, McConnell says the, the hysterical attacks that the political left has thrown at a new election law in Georgia, for example, have been thoroughly debunked by fact checkers. And he's absolutely right. In fact, uh, I saw a group today calling out Stacey Abrams and how uh, uh, Cobb County in uh, Georgia and the Atlanta area is going to lose, I think, a million dollars in revenue and uh, uh, what's supposed to be profit. So they can thank Stacey Abrams for that in the Democrat Party. What a line, though. I got to tell you that by Mitch McConnell, by uh, Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell here. The Democratic Party wants to rewrite the ground rules of American politics for partisan gain. I mean, Mitch, that that sums up the Democrat Party to a T. All they want is partisan benefit. And by the way, as all this is going on, right, as there's chaos in our country, chaos around the world, Joe Biden called a lid at 334 
p.m. Believe that or not, he was done at 3:34. I, I couldn't agree with Larry Kudlow more. We there's there's shots being taken at the United States right now. And what is Joe Biden doing? He is backing down. He has no answer whatsoever. And I don't even know if it's truly Joe Biden, but who's ever running that White House, you better get your act together. I mean, we have open borders. We have no one working. We don't have any gas, but yet Gavin Newsom's working on the homeless population in California. I mean, my goodness gracious, we have a state of emergency in four states now chaotic and we proudly present and say to everyone listening to this program that we have 1,349 days left to go in the Biden, Harris, Blinken, Ron Klain, Susan Rice administration. Who knows who's running this administration anymore? Tell you one thing though is for certain we know who's not running it. That would be Joe Unity.